Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Anthony. And I'm Alex. And for our mini-so today, we're going to be talking about airplane technology, <laughs> which is a topic that I keep finding news about yeah. somehow, <laughs> even though it's kind of obscure, but I like talking <laughs> about it. I don't know. So uh, what I brought today is just some fun highlights of technology updates that have happened in the past year or so. Okay. Um, and that we that we have not talked on the podcast about before. So, okay. So, like the first one is Rolls Royce is creating an electric aircraft. Um, it's fully electric, and just a few months ago, they actually did their first like pilot flight of their electric plane. Is it like a passenger, like a commercial? Airline? It's not a commercial plane airline. It's, oh, like it's, a, okay. it's like a personal. It's more plane. like a private plane private size. Plane. Got it. Yeah. Okay. As I say, Rolls Royce. That's. It's like, yeah, the picture, it was pretty small, actually. It was like, looked like it could only fit like, I don't know, a couple people in it kind of size. Okay. Um, but they're, you know, they've, they've, they've proven that the, like a battery powered plane like that can work, wow. um, which is cool. And like what I was finding when I was looking at this is that that seems to be like the, the trend in all the technology now, like uh, besides just being greener in general, like the specific, like let's see if we can make electrically powered planes is the biggest, is the hottest topic in plane technology (laughs) for, for 2021 is what I noticed. Um, So yeah, so Rolls Royce is getting in on the action there. (laughs) Um, They said it was a huge step forward in the global transition to cleaner forms of flight and that article also said that the World Wildlife Fund describes aviation as one of the fastest growing sources of the greenhouse gas emissions driving global climate change. Um, and air travel is like one of the most carbon intensive activities that people can do. Yep. <laughs> so, so like this is really important for reducing carbon emissions all over the world, actually. Yeah. So turns out you need a lot of fuel to make something fly through the air. <laughs> <laughs> that weighs like tons and tons and tons. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, it takes, it takes a lot of fuel. Um, so Rolls-Royce is also working on a an all-electric passenger aircraft for, like, the commuter market and stuff. Oh, okay, but that's okay, not, okay. like, they haven't made that work yet. But that's, huh. like, the next step. All right. So, <laughs> so that's just exciting because they're, like, pretty cl- – they're on their way there. Yeah. Um, and then I found this other article that this startup is doing very similar things, actually. Like, and just last year, this startup called Beta Technologies, founded by a Harvard grad – and former pro hockey player, for some reason, Kyle Clark. <laughs> I feel like that's not relevant here. Yeah, I know. Like, how, also, how, how did you have help? time in your life to be a pro hockey player and be a Harvard grad? That's like a lot. It's a lot of stuff. Maybe he didn't do them at the same time. Maybe he like did one and then the other. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, no idea. Um, so this guy has a startup. Um, and they are also making battery-powered planes, except theirs are cargo planes. And they've already made a bunch of them, oh. and they are operational. And apparently, they can take off and land like helicopters. Oh, so it's like vertical cool. takeoff. Yeah, That's here's cool. a photo of one of their planes. Aw, it's kind of cute. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cute. It's kind of cute. As far as planes go, it's like has like rounded yeah edges. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, 
Clark says this, we're actually going to win at the passenger game because by the time the others are doing passenger missions, we'll have thousands of aircraft, millions of flight hours, and a safe, reliable, vetted design. So, like, his point is, like, they're so far ahead with this, like, cargo plane design that, like, when they inevitably switch to making passenger planes, they're going to, like, mm-hmm. be solid in their technology what are, and stuff. What are people but not squishy cargo? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Um, so, yeah, so they're going to go in that direction in the near future. Um, and then this company also is starting up like a whole system of like electric charging stations for planes across the U S Yeah. so they're trying to kind of be like, you know, like a Tesla, you know, where they have like, Oh, their supercharger network where they have all these like stations where you can, they're doing that for their planes. So it's, they want to set up this whole like infrastructure for it and stuff, which I think is cool. That's a, which you kind of need that, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, so that's what they're doing. And then um, I also found the <laughs> popular science, I guess, posts like these lists of like best innovations every year in all these different markets, categories. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had like an aerospace category, okay. which was planes and also like space technology too. Mm. So I looked through that and I had some cool stuff. So I just picked a couple things that I just thought were interesting um, from their like list of winners there. So the the big award winner in their list was um, an AI system that can create flight plans or help create flight plans for flight dispatchers. Okay. Um, So just in case you don't really know what a dispatcher does, which I kind of knew but didn't really, but I'll just tell you everyone what the article said. They (laughs) file a flight plan. They have to file a flight plan with the FAA before, like, the plane actually can take off and do its route. And they have to consider all sorts of variables like weather, restic- restricted military airspace, and like all sorts of stuff when they figure out what the flight plans are, you know, wh- and where all the other planes are and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of complicated. Uh-huh. <laughs> so apparently Alaska Airlines has now employed, uh, they've been the first to like actually use this, um, like an AI helper for that whole process that it actually just like the program will just analyze all that stuff and mm-hmm. give the dispatcher like a op- like a plan option that they can accept or reject or change or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it saves them a ton of time because it yeah, can be like, no, this is the kind of thing that computers are way better than people. at. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Just like, here's all this data, figure out what makes sense. And it just comes back and is like, well, this will work. And then, yep. And then the human just has to look at it and be like, yep, that actually does work. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah. Way quicker and easier. And honestly, probably safer. Probably safer. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's going to be less human error. I mean, mm-hmm. and they still have people like reviewing it, obviously. Right, so it's not yeah. going to automatically do anything, but yeah, so that that airline is already like using that, and they've seen a lot of success with it. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, efficiency and all this stuff. It's great. That's so cool. that was also created by a startup called Airspace Intelligence. Um, so that was their like that was the Popular Science Grand Award winner, best <laughs> innovation in 2021. Um, and then the other one I want <laughs> this one is like way less impressive, but just like a quality of life thing that we all can appreciate is that um, planes are finally going to have Bluetooth connections to their like internal systems. How has that not been a thing yet? <laughs> I know. I don't know. I know. I don't know. Yeah. I agree with you. I, I don't know why. <laughs> that is wild. Okay. Um, yeah. So it finally is implemented uh, starting in the summer of 2021, United 737 max eight aircraft had that implemented in their, systems that you could if you have any type of bluetooth headphones you could connect it up to their like in plane entertainment and stuff Mm -hmm. so 
I'm assuming more planes will follow, but like, I don't know if there was like some challenge with like having that, having many. that many. Yeah. yeah. That's probably what it was. Like yeah. there was some issue with that. Like, but I don't know enough about Bluetooth, te- Bluetooth technology to know. Yeah. It, it seems like it should be fine, but yeah, maybe there's just a logistical issue, especially when you've got that many people trying to connect to different devices all that same time, like yeah. at the beginning of a flight. And then like making sure it's not interfering with any of the like plane electronics or anything, mm-hmm. which I don't think it would, but you I never know. I don't know. You never know. I don't know. But yeah, so that was in their list of like, yay. Yay. <laughs> their list of yay. <laughs> their list of yay. Um, so not going, I, I didn't take notes on all the details of this, but just like a couple of other things that were on their list was like um, an augmented reality training system for fighter pilots, um, advances in solar powered space exploration devices that can just like utilize solar power um, more mm-hmm. uh, when they're in space. Um, oh, and someone came up with um, technology to help with when satellites, you know how there's like this problem with satellites being like out of the commission, like they're not being used anymore, but they're just like just space junk. They're basically. just space. Yeah. And they're just like going around the earth now and there's junk. Uh huh. Well, they figured out a way, like a system that would let, like when the satellite broke or whatever, that would like help guide it back into the atmosphere and just like burn up okay. instead of like staying out there. Yeah. So I don't think their thing helps the existing the space junk. Yeah, no. It's like, it's one of those things like, okay, as we go forward with this, we can like use this on the satellite so mm. we don't like keep to adding to the problem. Yeah. No, we're going to have so, to invent some kind of like giant tennis racket that just bumps it all well, actually, t- either back to Earth right? or just like out, or of, just like out, just out of go- orbit. Like if it just goes away, it's somebody else's problem. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the human way? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I like this idea of the giant tennis racket, though. Yeah, <laughs> giant space tennis racket. I think it makes no sense. It could. It would just catch them as they come around. Like it would. It would yeah, be exactly. somehow stationary. And then, like, as the st- junk was coming around, it would just bat it. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and then the last one was um, updated space station che- technology, I guess. Um, there's a new space station that exists now. <laughs> what? <laughs> that has, Besides it's not the, the I. International? I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget if which country was the head of that project, but there's, like, a new one. It has new technology on it. It's a lot smaller than the ISS, but it has just all like all the technology is like updated mm-hmm. and more fuel efficient and all these things so oh, cool there was a whole paragraph about that too so lots of exciting stuff in aviation and like aerospace that is really cool all right that was our mini-sode thanks for listening everybody we'll be posting these every friday and as always there will be links to some of the content we talked about in the episode description you can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash knickknacknews, on Twitter at, at knickknacknews, and on Instagram at knickknacknews. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye.